News When You Want It with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. President Biden has discussed tactical pauses in the fighting in Gaza in a call with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Gaza health officials are saying that the death toll has now passed 10,000. In an interview on ABC's World News tonight, Netanyahu indicated a pause could happen under certain circumstances. Well, there will be no uh ceasefire, general ceasefire in Gaza without the release of our hostages. As far as tactical little pauses, an hour here, an hour there, we've had them before. I suppose uh, we'll check the circumstances in order to enable uh, goods, humanitarian goods to come in or our hostages, uh, individual hostages to leave. But I don't think there's going to be a general ceasefire. Benjamin Netanyahu speaking to ABC. The prime minister went on to say that he sees a role for Israel to manage security in Gaza after the fighting has ceased. Well, a fiery day on the witness stand for former President Donald Trump in his civil fraud trial. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. Trump yelled at the judge, said he was biased and the court was a fraud. This is a scam. And this is a case that should have never been brought. And Attorney General Letitia James says she got what she needed. At the end of the day, um, the documentary evidence demonstrated that, in fact, he falsely inflated his assets. And Bloomberg's Patricia Hurtado says she's never seen anything like it. He was claiming that I've done real estate for 50 years, and as a developer, basically, I have a right to just declare magically what something's worth. Daughter Ivanka is on the stand Wednesday. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. We're still a year out from the 2024 presidential election, but a new poll from the New York Times and Siena College could be a cause of concern for President Biden. The survey shows the president trailing former President Donald Trump in five key swing states. Bloomberg Washington correspondent Anne-Marie Hordern. One nugget in this poll that really stood out to me is the fact that uh, former South Carolina governor, former ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley, who is doing very well in terms of some of these polls in Iowa, New Hampshire. She's in this poll in The New York Times. She beats Biden more significantly than the former President Trump would. But also interesting, Trump does much better than, say, Governor Ron DeSantis against Biden. Meantime, Governor DeSantis hoping for a boost today in Iowa. WeWork has filed for bankruptcy. It's a new low for a former high-flying startup. The company listed both assets and liabilities in the $10 to $50 billion range in a Chapter 11 petition filed in New Jersey. The filing allows WeWork to keep operating while it works out a plan to repay its debts. Australia's central bank has resumed raising interest rates in a widely anticipated move. The Reserve Bank lifted its cash rate to a 12-year high of 4.35%. That was a rise of 25 basis points and a decision predicted by 29 of 32 economists polled. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and Chinese Vice Premier He Lifeng will have two days of talks in San Francisco this week on the sidelines of APEC. Bloomberg's Joanne Wong has more. The Treasury Department says Yellen and He, Beijing's top economic official, will meet on November 9th and 10th. The meeting will take place on the sidelines of the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Group. The Yellen-He talks are expected to build on a series of recent visits and announcements between the two sides. They're trying to improve diplomatic and economic ties. Some of the issues likely to be addressed include U.S. export controls and Chinese military engagement in the South China Sea. The U.S. says it's not seeking to decouple from China, but rather is looking to de-risk and diversify. Chinese officials have criticized that message. In Hong Kong, I'm Joanne Wong, Bloomberg Radio. 
China's export slump unexpectedly deepened in October. It's another indication that China's economic recovery has been uneven as it tries to stabilize. Exports dropping 6.4 percent from a year ago, worse than the 3.5 percent decline forecast by economists. Imports surprisingly expanded 3 percent, and that compared with the expectation of a 5 percent decline. That's news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.